you and Zucks have a bad dinner together or something? It's not a bad dinner. Yeah. You can't have a bad dinner with Zucks. You should have multiple bad dinners. No. Okay. It was a good dinner. Okay. The conversation was a little contentious because he was talking to me like, who do you think you are? I'm Mark Zuckerberg. And I was like, I'm Jared Nichols. Have you ever seen newfuturist.com? And he said, no, I haven't. And, you know, it just went back and forth. And yeah. he said, my beard was stupid. And I said, oh yeah, well, your face is stupid. And then we just, I mean, we made up at the end. Yeah. But there's still a little bit of tension there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of rage for right now. Hmm. Football coaches. After two, three, four weeks, they like yeah. fire that man. I know. So we're in Charlotte, and I don't want to go too far deep into Come this. Come on, go for it. Have be. you ever been to Dee Dee Peckers? I've never even heard of this place. What do you think Dee Dee Peckers is? I would say it's a sports bar. Yeah, it is. It's a wing bar. Yeah. Really good wings, kind of like down and dirty, off Park Road. Some of the better wings in Charlotte. Nice. Okay. So they said, if the Panthers fire Matt Rule this week, uh-huh. then it was like free wings for everybody. In Charlotte. Yeah. Shut up. So people were freaking out. They're like, everyone's trying to fire someone. It's just like, Sign they're petitions. just trying to get the guy fired. Yeah, he's not and good. I love it. He's not good. He's really bad. And I think it's cool that, that they put that on social and they're trying to raise awareness and they got somewhere with it. Yeah. And it's like, he's going to get fired. I just wonder, all these coaches that get fired three, four weeks into it, yeah, college football coaches, Nebraska's coach got fired after three weeks, whatever <laughs> it was. What did you think was going to happen? Like yeah. all the money. And they just went into the next season thinking like, this is going to be different. It's mm. going to be different. And it wasn't. Apparently he was out playing golf and thought no one would see him. He's like missing practice. I don't know what the, all the Who, story Matt was. Rule? No, this is Nebraska oh, okay. coach now, Scott Frost and whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The point was he was playing golf and the Nebraska golf team saw him playing golf when he wasn't there. And so Whoops. they reported him back to the AD. And he's showing up over to practice and all that shit. I mean, who knows what's true and all that, but it's like, what are these organizations, universities doing thinking like, well, this will be the year things change. I don't think they're thinking through it. So I'm going to go ahead and, and give props to my Cleveland Browns. Mm. And we've talked about this before. One thing that Jimmy Haslam did when they brought in Kevin Stefanski and they started making some changes mm. you know, in the office is they started to utilize big data. They really have doubled down on that, that they're doing everything on data. Yeah. And so when you look at the decisions they've made on who they brought in, who they've let go, they're really looking at it through... So we're just eliminating the outside stuff. Well, they still have that, but they're being very analytical about it. Okay. Is that where Deshaun came from? Had to have. I would assume you wouldn't so. bring him on otherwise. Yeah. I would assume so. Yeah. Because the Browns fans are wearing t-shirts supporting him. They have dummies and dolls out there like making fun of it. It's like very choice. Mm. Not yeah. choice. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. It's very analytical. Yeah. Sports nowadays. So these you're asking what these universities are thinking. I think it's... They're not really up to date on tools that they could be using. Uh, some of them are. I mean, Nebraska's a pretty big university that they got yeah, a lot of money, right? But are they using that to make data-driven decisions that are not just, well, we've looked at these numbers, but like running it through a, utilizing an algorithm. Yeah. Running scenarios, all that yeah. type of stuff, matching certain things up, and then aligning those with your goals. Yeah. I assume that's what Cleveland's doing. Being unemotional. Right. About a lot I of mean, decisions. I mean, look at Stefanski. He's like a robot. He's very yeah. emotional. Yeah. Although he got emotional last night when they beat the, the Steelers. Did he? I saw him in the locker room, the little locker room clip. There you go. Just dating our podcast. I'm sorry. What? Because the Browns are never going to beat the Steelers again? Mm. I got you. I don't know. Steelers, eh. they should be 0-3. 
They won their first game, but... They looked pretty good last night, though. Mm, the average. Miles Garrett couldn't even get around to Trubisky. I think he got yeah. one time, but that was after he let go of the ball. Yeah. Yeah, but did you see that catch by, what's his face, Griffin? Did. Holy shit. No, not Griffin. That's the kid from Georgia, the rookie. Pickens. Pickens. Oh, Pickens, Griffin, not Griffin. Pickens. Griffin Pickens. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just a name. They show him catching the ball on that's Twitter this unreal. morning. And he has to show him catching the L. So it's like a big L that's what he's catching. <laughs> it's different terrible. now. But you watched it on Amazon Prime, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. Yeah. How do you think about their broadcast? I think they did great. I'll tell you what was a little frustrating, though. And they were clear about this. The kickoff wasn't until 8.15. So I was like, oh, this is great. I didn't see that part, though. So I'm going to go ahead and record this thing so I can skip through all the commercials. So I started maybe... I mean, record it. It's already pre-recorded. Like it... Yeah, it says uh, recording enabled. So you can record it. And then when you go okay. to watch it, it says watch from the I'm beginning sorry. or watch live. Okay. Yeah. I questioned you. You should go, not do that. Yeah. Don't go question ahead. me. Co-host. Yeah, yeah. Play from the beginning, right? Right. Okay. Play from the beginning. Yeah. In case anybody's wondering how to do that. Okay. Just select play from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that and I was thinking, okay, great. Maybe 30 minutes of commentary mm. and uh, no man, an hour and 15 minutes of commentary. I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. What... All of these people are saying, yeah, I don't. Considering if you're a true fan, or yeah. not, oh, what's a true fan? I shouldn't have said that. I take that back. Rewind. It's not about being a true fan. It's like, there's so much pre-content, pre-game content, podcast, this, that, and the other. By the time you get to the game and all those like high arching over the very glossed over, mm-hmm. not glossed, I don't know what I'm talking about, but That's true. it's pointless. Yeah. It's just terrible. Yeah. It used to be important, right? That's right. my whole point about broadcast. Because you didn't have any pregame content, right. but like the USA Today or maybe your local news station, which was already shitty, mm-hmm. right? That was it. Now you have like unlimited podcast and articles and like The Athletic. I mean, you could just get all sorts of information nowadays. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this though. You said something about if you're a true fan. Mm. I don't think there's any such thing as a... I agree. As an untrue Browns fan. Like, yeah. There's no bandwagon to jump on. Yeah. There will be. I appreciate Look your optimism. Bills. No, no, I'm serious. Like again, the Bills for have the 50th time. The Bills yes. and the Browns are not. The Bills have a way better track record. So yeah. don't come slumming it with me in the Browns territory. But when you put yourself above the radar, mm-hmm. meaning you've gone to the Super Bowl and you've put yourself out there and yeah. you've had success and you lose the way they've lost, whether it's Super well, sure. Bowls or big games. Sure. But nobody's wondering if they're cursed. Everybody thinks the Browns oh, are yeah. cursed. No, they a lot of people think in Buffalo. Right. Yeah. yeah. They think there's a hex. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. No, oh, that's what they real. believe in Cleveland, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also the combination of the two, mm-hmm. the Lake Erie hacks. Because oh, then you throw in this. the Cleveland Browns, Detroit. the Cleveland Indians. No, the Cleveland Indians are great. Not every year. They haven't won since the 40s. Bullshit. The World Series. Like the ultimate pennant. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. No, nah, you're a sports guy. I yeah. get it. This is 1948. 1948 is a long time ago. They lost game seven of the World Series against the Florida well, Marlins. And they're not even called the Florida Marlins anymore. And the Cleveland Indians aren't called the Cleveland Indians anymore. They're called so, the Guardians. Yeah. But they're in first place. Good. With like a payroll of nothing. They're like the third least, their third. Yeah. Like they have players on the Yankees that make more than the entire roster well, of the, the Yankees. Yankees. Yankees got a lot of money. But it's different. These sports are different. Yeah, they are. To your point about true fan. That's a good one though. Yeah. People get upset. Like I'm a bigger fan than you. Oh. I did like, yeah. yeah. But that's people again. Yeah. There we are getting worried about what someone else says. I'm not, I'm not you worried. Are. No, 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 you I'm are. I'm just bringing it up. It's okay. Let's talk about it. Like, okay, college sports. Yes. People a lot of times think in order to be a fan of that team, you had to have graduated from that college. Do people really think that? Do people say that? Yeah. Really? It's not bots. I know you're going to say it's bots. It's not bots. It's people. I think it's ridiculous. It like, is ridiculous. Who cares? Like, why do you care yeah. who roots for who? Like, I could get it. Like, oh, 
I never heard that person use the word Golden State Warriors before. Now they're like a diehard Warriors fan. But it's like, does it bother you? Like, are you worried about that? I did not know that was a thing. That you had to be a graduate of the school. Or you had to be from the city that you're team you're for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I get it. Brat. So that you're not a true fan. That's what they would say. I'm sorry. We're going to take your badge away. You can't be a fan. I don't even have a... You get badges? Yeah. What the fuck? You're part of the backers. Yeah. I've never gone to one of the events though, but I should. We talked about that last time. So I thought that's in our past. You want to try that ground again? No, I don't. But true fan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, what does it matter? Well, if a true fan would show up, win or lose, it's like, oh, like, why? That's the Cleveland Browns. Here's the thing about like, a lot of fans think, well, you have to support the team no matter what. Well, why can't we say the team sucks? Why can't we say the coach sucks? Why do we have to think? I am really confused about all these arbitrary rules that are out there. There's I'm a not lot. aware of them. They sound a lot like kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. So why would you even pay attention to them? It's just out there. Yeah. It's stupid. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. You know what else is out there? What is? UFOs. And Bigfoot. Mm. And that's no joke. Yeah. But that's probably for another episode. It could be. But Gary, what were you saying? Sports. No, I was going to say like, anytime something's said, we just immediately counter it with something that's almost, it's not unrelated, mm-hmm. but it might as well be unrelated. Something like what I just did with UFOs and Bigfoot? That's very unrelated. I'm thinking like... You think so, but I guarantee you I can connect these dots. You Continue could. on. Yeah, yeah. You'll find a way. And I I'm appreciate that. I'm going to be thinking about it as you're talking. So no, you listen Because you're smart like that. Thank I, you. Yeah. I appreciate it. This is so good. So Keep like going. Biden, obviously, is going to be in the news a lot, right? He's on the 60 Minutes interview. He's... Who is he? Who's, who's that guy? <laughs> He's walking off the stage uh-huh. and he didn't know where the end of the stage was. He didn't know what he was doing. It He's was, tried to shake hands with people that aren't there. No, this is a different one. Like oh, He was yeah. by himself up on stage and he was trying to leave the stage. Yeah. And he was kind of lost. It's sad. It's scary. It shouldn't be. Right. Blah, blah, whatever. And then so people are making fun of that. Mm-hmm. But immediately it's like, well, do you remember when Trump did this? I'm like, there's nothing to do. Like, we're not comparing the two. Does that make sense? And no different on the other yeah. side. If Trump does something, you're like, well, Biden does this. And again, we're on people again. But take that for what it's worth. Not to mention, it is warm in here again, isn't it? That's why I came rocking yeah. the t-shirt. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's cold out there. But go ahead. Yeah. Do you think the shirt's too tight on me? I'm kind of hitting that stage where it's like, this shirt's either shrunk or I'm getting bigger and I just like to pretend that it's, the shirt shrunk. And I'm like, well, pretend. Know. This is the metaverse. That so, is true. And I think in every episode from here on out, Saviors of the Metaverse has to mention the word metaverse for whatever it's worth. Well, we've already hit we that. We did now. it twice well now. Yeah. Because I think I mentioned it before. Yeah, it was before recording. Unless you were doing one of those like stealth mm, record when yeah. I didn't know we were recording and I say something wildly inappropriate and yeah. you can put it on the show. Uh, Not that I mind. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, please. No, no, you please go ahead. No, I was done. I was like, please, I want to hear your. Oh, thank God. You're done. Oh, jeez. Oh, sorry. That was my ear hitting that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I have a theory on like how to overcome that thing that I've been talking about, right? Which thing? Which is like getting focused on whether it's the fanhood, like who's the best fan? Oh, okay. who's this? What's going on back to these all fans? These, no, 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 it's not that. Or like the comparison with Biden and Trump or oh, that's right. Sorry. news and the like information that's just coming at you left and right. Mm-hmm. We are focused on, it's like the recency bias. It's just mm-hmm. the new information that comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Yet there's been books and there's content that's created a few years ago, many years ago, centuries ago, wouldn't we be better off focusing on that than just because something's new in your feed doesn't make it the most important thing to do? Like if you went through your workday yeah. and every call that came in became the most important thing to do, yeah, that's probably not the most effective way to work, right? No, we can agree not. on that. Yeah. So why would it be the most effective way to gather your information, to read the new post, the new article that just came out, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
it's not effective. I mean, what you're essentially doing in that situation is you're surrendering your attention to everybody else's agenda. Like yeah. I'm reading whatever's being put into your feed. Yeah. Prior to Apple and some of these other services just pumping news at you based on what they think your interests are, there were yeah. some really good ones where you could go through and actually just select the publications and the topics the right way. Like, because Apple, I look at how they do it. You can select publications, select the topics, but what they present to you just isn't that good. Either there's nothing good going on, mm. like on the fringes of some interesting places in technology or yeah. sports or wherever it might be, or they're just sending you stuff yeah. that is mainstream, which Apple tends to do, right? Spotify can find music or has access to music that Apple doesn't. So maybe it's just the way the platform's designed. Yeah. So yeah, that is one of the biggest problems I think that we have is too many people don't realize that they can take control of their newsfeed. They can really determine what it is they want coming in, not just because, oh, I like this magazine, I like this. Yeah. It's having a better understanding of how that system works. And I'm not talking about how the technology works. I'm talking about how the incentive structure works with news media. Yeah. Is that it's incentivized to get your attention, create outrage, and hold your attention. All that. Yeah. So they're also incentivized by advertising dollars. So they're just putting stuff in front of you that they think you're going to want. And that's an unconscious, it's like comfort eating. That's a good yeah. way to look at it. Yeah. Your information diet, your comfort eating. Yeah. You're snacking all day. That's it. Yeah. It's you're good like, though. I don't even know that I want this, but why yeah. not? It's here. And it's very easy to yeah. consume. No, because all you got to do is you can read the headline of the short little yeah. summary. Yeah. They always have in front of every article, here's what this article is about, which is also usually misleading. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, I think you got two options there. You either become much more proactive and intentional about what comes in and when, or just turn it all off. The world keeps going. I mean, why do we as people need to know everything that's going on everywhere in the world? We don't need to know that. You never did know that. No. Because there's sad news, good news, whatever news. But it's like, people are going through shit. Right. Right now, you go read the feed and this just happened. And somehow, how are you supposed to process that? When it's like, it could be a mile away. It could be Mm -hmm. thousands of miles away. And like you can't take everybody's bad news on as yours. No. And that happens. Yeah, because information, the way our brains work, information comes in so that we can take an action with that information. So when you're just hearing all these stories about terrible things going on around the world or even across the country, yeah, there's nothing for you to do except for talk about it, yeah. tweet about it. Yeah, be upset about it. Yeah, so it, there's really no need for you to have all this information. Yeah, and we've not evolved enough to be able to handle all that. I definitely think, like, I think it's just too much. Yeah, well, I mean, I have. Yeah, that's right. But I'm really special. Yeah. That's why I teach other people how to be special, like me. Yeah. It's interesting how you've evolved. Yeah, you have a beard with no hair. So it's like you haven't, but you yeah. have. Yes. It's like a contradictory of sorts. Well, I'm just moving faster to the inevitable, which is you're seeing those pictures like gray aliens, you know, with the big black eyes and no hair mm-hmm. and there's just these little yeah. tiny bodies, just massive brains. That's what I'm going for. Okay. Because I think that's what we're going to look like in about a million years. Oh, a million. Yeah, let's go with 100,000. Okay. Let's go with 50,000. Yeah. Well, you could just pick 100,000 to a million. It's That's a big... It is. That's a big, like a big range. Yeah, I don't know. That's a big one, though. It takes time to get over that, to like pick up a book, as Correct. an example. And we're not trying to like be all noble here. You're trying to get me to read. I, I got you, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, okay. So like we put out these podcasts. Yes, we do. This new podcast drops. So good. Early next week. Boom. <clears throat> it's going to be the 11th one. I know. But it's new. Are we telling people to listen to the 11th one? It's too new. It's too recent. Like, Why would we tell people that? I don't know. Because I'm trying to think like it's in the feed. It's in the feed. So I'm just trying to compare the differences between what we're talking about. Yeah. Or are you just only talking about the news? Because it doesn't have to be a media source. Like It could be this individual who's explaining something that they just saw right, right. now. 
right. fight at a football game. In all seriousness, I've cut 95% of all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I rarely... It's good. How? How'd you do it? I just turned it off. So I had, it was the Apple News for a while. Ugh. It was garbage. Toxic. Really? Yeah. Is. Well, and then, you know, especially during COVID, they were pumping all kinds of stuff, putting things in front of you that I was like, look, I didn't subscribe to this. Yeah. I mean, here's some news, right? Okay. It's right over. Just scroll right to the right. Go for it. What date is today? It says September 23rd. Shows me right at the top. Dow Jones down 541 points. I mean, stock market's tumbling. We better go. Oh, here we go. First headline from top stories from Apple News. Dow tumbles more than 500 points. Heads for new 2022. Closing low as recession fears increase. Mm -hmm. So that's good. That's a good way to start your Friday. There you go. Yeah. I mean, just keep credit markets, see less risk, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm sure there's something about there was something earlier Let's check about our 401ks. <laughs> Long COVID. There's a story about that. Uh huh. What does it say? That it's not good. Oh, here's the good news. They lost their babies, then faced bills in the millions. What? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Wow. Kaiser yeah. Health News. So that's fun. Okay. Oh, here it is. A key to long COVID is virus lingering in the body. Scientists say this is the news feed that you're talking about. Yeah. This is some bad shit. There's sure. nothing good in here. Yeah. There's a picture of a woman who's totally stressed out on productivity, right? That's how they're selling oh, you. Oh, this is great. Let's, the new midlife crisis, it's mm. in your early 50s. Yeah, because this is the kind of shit that gets you to click so that, that you can drive ad revenue. For sure. Oh, and then here's an ad to get more of these wonderful stories. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and here's a guy freaking out on the New York Stock Exchange. He's about to have a heart attack. That's here's not one, good. Here's one from Vice News, which I like Vice News. Okay. A teacher who joined OnlyFans to support her family was fired. She's just trying to be an She's entrepreneur. She's trying to make some money, man. Yeah. There it is right there. Mm. Oh, that's her? That's her. I mean, you can only see half her, her face. students were probably like, this is, how did they get so lucky? <laughs> yeah, geez. What are you teaching here? Yeah. Right? The party is over. How Meta and Google are using recession fears to clean house. Yeah. What do they mean by clean house? They're firing people, right? I haven't read the article. I'm just, I'm a headline reader. No, you're the headline reader. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'll skim the article. I'm just really good at that because I'm involved. Yeah. No, what they're doing is, I think a lot of things that are just showing up is that they got tons and tons of cheap money during COVID. Yeah. And then they got tons of money because everybody had to rely on their services. Yeah. And they didn't invest it right. Yeah. They just kind of dicked around and spent money on stuff that had no real outcomes. And I'm like, well, Or it's just like, we don't want these people anymore. How do we fire them? Like we had to hire people during this time to show that we're still part of the whole economy and helping people out. And they're like, these people suck. You think they all want to work from home? I don't want them to work from home. I just want to fire everybody. It's a business decision because they realized we've been wasting money. You and Zucks have a bad dinner together or something? It's not a bad dinner. You can't have a bad dinner with Zucks. You should have multiple bad dinners. No. Okay. It was a good dinner. Okay. The conversation was a little contentious. Because he was talking to me like, who do you think you are? I'm Mark Zuckerberg. And I was like, I'm Jared Nichols. Have you ever seen newfuturist.com? And he said, no, I haven't. And, you know, it just went back and forth. And yeah. he said, my beard was stupid. And I said, oh, yeah, well, your face is stupid. And then we just, I mean, we made up at the end. Yeah. But there's still a little bit of tension there. Yeah. Yeah. You watch some Netflix with him? Or do you have to watch like Facebook videos? What would they do? No, man. I'm going to tell you a little secret about Mark Zuckerberg. Do you want to know what he told me? He likes Spotify. Well, you know what he told me? And he told me not to say this to anybody. And I'm going to betray his confidence right now. That's right. Eat shit, Mark. (laughs) I'm going to betray his confidence right now. He told me he hates Instagram. Hates it with a passion. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. He's all in on the whole metaverse thing. This is why he likes our podcast. He hates Facebook. I'll tell you who else he hates. 
He hates his entire executive team. He thinks his board is stupid. Mm. He hates them. He said that yeah. to me. Fuck yes. And you know what I said? You need to be grateful. And I handed him a gratitude journal. <laughs> is this analog or digital? I said, it's analog. And he goes, <sighs> he just shook his head. He was so mad. And then I handed him a pencil. Man. It just got weird. It got awkward after that. Well, I think what's really cool is you've had this conversation with him now. Yeah, I know. And we have the quotes. Yeah. It's like a headline. That's so it. we can have the headline. Zucks where, hates his board. Yes. Says Jared Nichols. The party of, is over. That was their headline. Somehow some executive gave him that line and they're like, boom. We're full of shit right now, but I think this could be a great idea to yeah. promote Ooh. this podcast. Zucks tells podcast co-hosts, okay, okay we're on okay. Saying, you know, podcast host slash co-host, whatever, at private dinner that he hates his board and thinks that analog gratitude journals are for bitches. Yeah. That is the headline. Yeah. That's how our podcast goes viral. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just my own brilliance. Amazing. And then if you throw like, we've said COVID a few times, say it a few more times, oh, yeah, then we'll we get the notification. We've got to get says, some attention. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. COVID warning in mm-hmm. this podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That could be bad. If all we said was COVID warning one time and then we got the COVID warning. See, I haven't gotten it in a while. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, well. Maybe it's because the pandemic is over. Mm, that's what Joe said. Yeah, but then his White House had to walk it back. This is just yeah. sad. It's like babysitting. Yeah, they all do it. They, they all suck. suck. They all suck. They really do. Yeah. People are like, say, you're not a Trumper, are you? I'm like, well, are we anything? Like, how could you support any of these people? All this stuff is just a stupid distraction. <laughs> Again, here I go talking about other people and what they're saying. Yeah, I know, man. We it's because you spend out. all your time like no. in the content world. And what you need to do is come back to the real yeah. world. But then when you're in this podcast, you need to go to the metaverse. Yeah. I was about to say pediverse. And that was just like a jumbling of words because yeah. podcast and metaverse, but then pediverse sounds, sounds really bad. bad. Does Very sound bad. bad. But it could be like no, pets. No, no, no. It could be the pet thing. No, no. don't say them. No, not the pets. I'm just yeah. saying. I know what you're you saying. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Look at me. Yeah. Ooh. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. It's scary. not good. So feeds. Yeah. It's a problem. So like. Can we talk about Ring as a service? Ring as a service? The video, door knot. Oh, you know, yeah, So yeah, I've Ring. got that in my backyard office as a security. So I've got okay. all that there, everything else. I know they've got a geofence. I know they've got all this other stuff. I've not taken the time to set it up. This is 100% my own fault. But I hate that stupid notification. So you have a notification if yeah. someone comes by your door. If they go by the door. And like usually walking? it's my 115 pound two-year-old dog. In the front of the house? No, it's my the backyard office in the front. Oh, is it that? Do- I'm sorry. Yeah, that's got the it. one where it's at. Yeah. The rest of my house is completely unsecure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> have the kids, but don't touch the office. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. do not go near the office. Yeah. Yeah. But that thing, it is so loud and annoying. Yeah. And yes, there are things I could do to make sure that that doesn't happen. But we have got- I done them? No, I haven't. A couple weeks ago, some kids, little rascals. Little rascals? Yeah. They rang the doorbell and you see them scurrying around and they hit all the, the neighbors and stuff. <laughs> I mean, oh. the dogs freaked out and you see them running. Oh, so, what if, so much so what fun. if it was a little wet out? You know, a little damp. Mm. A little rain shower a little bit. You're wishing harm on children? I'm not. I'm just saying like, what if they did ran, slip, fall, hit their head? That'd be our fault. What if you... Would be our liability. If you were to... No, I didn't do anything. I'm wishing no harm. Okay, back up a little bit. They came, ring the doorbell. Uh-huh. They scurry off. Yep. As they scurry off on our property, they slip, fall, hit their head. Whose problem is that? Well, of course, you'd have lawyers coming after We'd have you. a video. Oh, yeah, we have lawyers coming after us. Yeah. Because you have a ring video. Mm. Yeah. But they would say, yeah, but you should have dried off your patio, your front porch. Really? You think that? I mean, somebody would try that know. shit. Yeah. But I think judges, here's the thing is that 
lawyers will try anything. Mm. It's why they get paid. Like good ones will try to pull anything. Yeah. But you kind of have to, you know, I trust that judges are a lot, they're hip to the tricks. Yeah. And if they can't make a good argument for that, the wet porch is just not going to work out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, if you put tripwire on your porch. Stop the rascals. Well, just tripwire. It's a security measure. Oh, okay. Right. And one of those little rascals happens to come up, hits the doorbell, turns around, runs. Like they got lucky and they walked over it. Right. But then as they turn around and run, they hit it. Boom. They lose a few teeth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, does that fall under... I don't know. Home defense? Does that fall under home security? Mm. Maybe if that tripwire is made by CPI? Yeah. I'm just saying. See, this is what a lawyer would do. Yeah, CPIs, and now they got big money. I don't know. CPIs doing well. Who knows? Who knows? Again, remember, we don't respect facts here. I'm going to say that Ring, Ring is crushing everybody. You know why? Because Amazon owns Ring. Mm. And you know what? They're about to make a Ring-based television yeah. show. And you know why? Because they want us all to get used to the surveillance state. Oh. You know why? I can keep going, dude. They own Nest too, right? Nest is owned by Google, right? Oh, they are. Sorry. Same thing. I mean, not the same thing. Oh, but don't you dare. No. Bezos ain't having that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless they sold it to him for a really good price. If. Who would buy who? Amazon buy Google. Well, look, Mark and I were talking about this. Yeah. And he had some thoughts. He would think it'd be more of a merger. Okay. Yeah. A state of emergency merger. Water crisis. Full yeah, circle. I think. The U.S. government would have a problem with that. Uh, I think the U.S. government is not nearly as strong as Amazon and Google. Oh, I agree. Yeah. They rely on Amazon for all of their secret documents. So if Bezos was like, you guys want to play games? Yeah. The CIA stores everything. The NSA stores everything with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. AWS. That's right. It's pretty good. And the Chinese were able to hack into Jeff Bezos' cell phone. How secure do you think we are? Yeah. I'm just saying. There's really no connection to either of those points. Like one doesn't yeah. justify the other, but that's how you create so if there suspicion. Was, okay. So if there was going to be a company mm-hmm. that was going to run our country, government's out. Yeah. What company would it be? Google, Amazon, Apple? Why does it have to be a tech company? I don't know. Because there's the biggest. Microsoft? Mark only cares about the people on his platform. He doesn't give a shit about power. Okay. Like me and Zuck can disagree on a lot of things, <laughs> but I can tell you this, knowing him as well as I do... He does not want to be king, which is why I think he should be king. (laughs) What was your question? I don't know. Which company? Yes. Could be any company. Estee Lauder. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We've worked on like a whole white paper. We outsourced research and everything else to prove the point that Estee Lauder (laughs) is the greatest (laughs) national security threat or corporate takeover, you know, the privatization of government. Estee Lauder. Yeah. Right? We finally... Ooh, I have a good one. Okay. This could be legit. Not right. as funny. It'd be hard. I don't think the left would like this option, but Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a well-run organization. <laughs> really I are. mean, let's not fuck around. Yeah. They are really good at what they do. Yeah. We've talked about them before. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what you think about Chick-fil-A, you go to Chick-fil-A anywhere in the country, it's going to be the same service. Like, they are crushing it. Are they everywhere now? Or yeah. No. no. They've moved up a little north, but southeast. Oh, no, I'm sure yeah. they're everywhere. They're by far one of the best, if not the best run chain. Easy. Yeah, because then you go to like a McDonald's drive-thru, which I haven't done in a long time, but if yeah. like once in a while, it's like, holy cow, I've been oh, here forever. you think like, oh, am I going to get some kind of food poisoning? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like we're traveling. Me a regret. I know, we go and get, so my wife is, she's vegetarian. So if we're traveling, sometimes getting the Impossible Whopper from Burger King. And so we're going through a Burger King, I'm just thinking, oh man, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Like you see sweat pouring down, like the person in the back is cooking, they're like, 
hey, all right. I mean, real nice and everything, but I'm yeah. just like, oh, gross. How much of that sweat yeah. is in my Whopper? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you throw that in the microwave? Yeah. I want to make sure we kill all bacteria. You only do it when you travel because you don't ever want to see people that you know there. And then like, that's a people thing again, but possibly, possibly. I don't know. That's an interesting it's thought. Pretty good, For me, though. it's more that, hey, I'd rather eat real food than go to Burger King if I'm not traveling. Yeah. That's really my motivation. Why is it? And I guess in a way, fast food feeds people at lower costs. It's still expensive shit though. Like it compared really to what? is. I know, man. <laughs> when we've traveled and it's like, oh, I'm getting something for me and we don't get much. Right. Like, you know, the two boys and me and my wife, it's like, okay, that'll be 38 something. I'm like, hold on. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is this? Chipotle? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. And then I'm looking, it's like, oh, you know, the impossible Whopper meals, like mm. eight. Dollars it's and the combo, super sizing, and all yeah, that kind of stuff. All that shit. Yeah. But why? Why is it like I can't remember what the number is, and we can find out as you mm-hmm. talk. Like how many burgers they sell a day? Why don't like, you find out? Yeah. But why do we eat that shit? Like, and it's extra bad in our country versus other countries. Isn't Actual it? Like, burgers. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. I mean, there's. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, it becomes one of those things. That, it, good marketing. That's one. Remember we talked about agriculture last time. Yeah. The agricultural industrial complex. This is crazy. The mm-hmm. burger data roughly breaks down as 4,500 burgers every minute, 270,000 every hour, 6.48 every day, and 2.36 billion burgers every year. And basically, other estimates have put McDonald's burger sales at 50 million burgers a day worldwide, at least. Doesn't it say that on their sign? Over maybe 50. It's a lot of burgers. That is. It's a lot of cow. Yeah. And that's bad for, right? It's like bad for everything. That's the whole issue about population. Mm. We talked about last time in water. We talked about alfalfa. How much water it takes to grow alfalfa so that you can feed these cows so that we can have 50 million burgers eaten a day. Take me back real quick. Like alfalfa was a character. Yeah, this is not the character. I was referring to the water rights. I get I know it's not alfalfa, but Yeah. yeah. The Colorado River Pact, last episode, I said Colorado River Basin Treaties because I couldn't remember exactly yeah. what the was. Colorado River Pact, but it's about water rights. Misinformed, I, know. I told you, facts and data don't matter here. Yeah. But you got to take it to the next level. Anytime you hear something, it's like, well, do some research. That's what I do. That's what's cool. So like, pull up my iPad <laughs> uh-huh. and just read about random shit. Yeah. It's pretty cool what you can learn. That's what's amazing. That is true. If you stay away from the feed of like, our economy's in the shitter, but you've talked about this body of work. Yeah. Not like the sculpting of a man's body. Yeah. I'm talking talk about that. like content. Right. Yeah. And I just heard, I'm going to pull it up. You've heard of Professor Galloway, Scott Galloway, NYU professor. Anyway, he had some person on and I'll find it in a minute. But he's like, what would you recommend someone do? And he talked about this body of work, oh. create content mm-hmm. on a podcast write articles, stand for something, put it out there. You don't know what that could lead to. Correct. You were talking about it recently. I don't know if it was with me, it was someone else, maybe Mm -hmm. someone in the office. Like, riff on that a little bit. No, yeah, I've talked to you about that for a long time. Yeah. I actually heard something interesting on a podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about content and differentiating that between a creation like a piece of art. Yeah. And it was a good episode. It was Aubrey Marcus's podcast. I can't remember the guy's name he had on there. But they're talking about the value of authenticity. And he used to go by the handle, the captain. But yeah, they got to this whole part about content. And he said he really values writing and creating things. But for a long time, he was stuck in that trap of just creating content to feed the algorithm. So it would garner followers and attention. Right. You know, and that makes sense. But that's a being honest about 
that's why you're doing it is you're designing things, little clips of whatnot to try and game the system so that you can get more attention. He was comparing that against creating something. It doesn't matter how long it is, but just creation and content, art and content. Content by its own nature and the way it's defined is designed for marketing. It's not necessarily designed for putting something true of who you are in the world that really makes a difference. It's to garner attention. Okay. It's to capture it. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, be honest about it. You know, if you're like, oh man, I'm just, I create all the time because I really want people to, to uh, I want to change people's lives. Well, content's not the way to do that because content is by its own nature designed to be done in mass and designed to garner attention for the thing that you really want people to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. That's how I interpreted what he was saying. Okay. And I think that makes sense. As somebody who's created a lot of content, when I create, I think about the marketability of it. Hey, how can I chop this thing up and turn it into 20? So I get that. But it's nice. I haven't created anything new outside of podcasting, but most of the content I would create would be in video and then I would pull the transcript down, turn that into an article and, yeah. and all sorts of stuff. I haven't done that for six months. Okay. I've had more business coming in, not creating content. Now, again, a lot of that I credit to the massive body of work that I built up Correct. It's already for 10 years before. Yeah. But this idea that you need to keep creating every single day, that's madness. If you have a team of people that can do it for you, great. They can manage it. Yeah. But you yourself. mm -mm. Yeah. So I think there's a lot more value these days in spending the time to create one powerful piece of content as opposed to a hundred in a week. Mm -hmm. Create one. It's just like this episode, this conversation. Oh, no, this is all garbage. Okay. Oh, you're talking about for but me? The example. Yeah. The example of, I know, I know you are. Yeah. I mean, this could easily be that, right? Mm. Is to say, if this is the thing you really do, mm. yeah, this could be one piece of content. Yeah. This is longer form, but it can also be, if we're talking about something that truly is going to help somebody. Yeah. Like me talking about my dinner with Mark Zuckerberg. I do believe that's going to change people's lives for the better. Yeah. Yeah. That would be art. Yeah. 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 The marketing is an interesting way to talk about it because what if you create because you talk about, I need this time. I need people. I need Eric. I need the headphones. I need the microphone. I need to see some stuff happening. Feels good. I get energy from that. Correct. It doesn't have to lead to business per se. Right. But it could. It's not to say that's the reason for it. I'm just saying it could it or could. it could not. Yeah. But you still got this. That's creating. Mm-hmm. Like he attributed to is Jor Poleg. I don't know if you know Jor Poleg is. I don't know if I'm saying the name right. You maybe, maybe yeah, not. It's from Israel. We've covered all the ground today. We have really I crushed. Think it. We have. Yeah, I don't know if we have or not. Yeah, I don't do you know. see how the stock market's doing right now? I just checked my 401k. You did. Or don't my do IRA. I just uh, checked that little log. It was like, terrible. oh yeah, that yeah, looks... this keeps going down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It'll rally back. This is only because the Fed they're raising interest. Uh, what another point seven five? Yeah, percent. It's fun. Yeah, or 0. 0.75 or 75 basis points. Basis points. 0.75%. Yeah. yeah. That's a big word. I've been working on big words. Yeah. It's been really great. SATs. Do you take the SATs just for fun? No, dude. Universities. Let's play that game. Okay. I just say words and you just riff. Okay. Universities. You like, am I supposed to say something about them? Or yeah, just, just like wherever it takes you. So it's not like word association? No, not like just throw something back at me. Yeah, like Georgia, because that's where you went to school. Nobody cares. Hot. Yeah. 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 Humid. Steamy. Sweaty. Yeah. 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 Okay. Universities. Just whatever, like... Antiquated. Okay. Irrelevant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why? They're overpriced. It's a terrible ROI. Why are they still overpriced? That's a 
it's not a simple answer, but but I've heard. So let me interrupt. A lot of you it can is, take, yeah, yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. You said let me interrupt. Yeah, Don't let me interrupt your interruption. You take it. You run with it. You well, I wasn't it. sure if you Only had something good, and then I noticed that you had nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna feed off of me. That's of what course. a good co-host does. Yeah, I'm yeah. a leech. So you know how people visit colleges, right? And you're judging this college versus all the other colleges you've seen. Right. So if we're looking around and we're looking for really great amenities and good dorms and food and buildings and things are taken care of, Mm -hmm. they have to compete with all the other universities. So if like, if I go to this school and their gym's amazing and this gym's crap, it's like, I don't want to go to that school. I want to go to this school because they put $100 million into their gym. Let's just say, I have no idea if that's a number that they would do. Well, that in and of itself raises tuition because they got to pay course. for that somehow. So then the other school has to do it and the other school has to do it because mm-hmm. everyone's applying to schools and they're all competing for these same kids. So they're spending a lot of money on that because they said like, well, to upkeep, to keep up with the buildings, like that's money, but that's not a lot. It's like the bigger stuff and it's the wages, the teachers, right? They have to pay for all these things. So that's why stuff just keeps going up. But anyway, I'm just giving you more to go off of. But if you just, if you go back and you listen to everything you just pointed out, that's my point exactly. None of it had anything to do with an actual education. I agree. It's just like a fucking country club. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a country club for teenagers. Mm. That's why you're paying so much money. Yeah. That's why it's bullshit. Yeah. It just is. But the parents are demanding that you have better amenities and better this and better that. You know what? The parents need to shut the fuck up. They do. Seriously. They're making the worst possible humans to become... Like our next leaders. Yeah. The worst. So you go to a school because you think that school will get you into a better graduate program or that'll get you a better job. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the logic. That's why schools are still on college preparatory tracks. Mm. That's why they do it. That's why testing, I mean, just in Mecklenburg County, they just raised the proficiency standards, which bodes very bad for my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Can you understand why? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I do take issue with education in general because it is designed to get you into college. That's, you know, all of it is testing. You're not Mm. really there to learn. You're there to test. Mm. You're there to learn how to test. So what are you walking away with? Yeah. So that you can get into a school so you can overpay for bullshit. Mm. I mean, look, the only reason I feel this way is not because I think universities are bad. I just think they've lost their relevance. I think there's a lot of great things that happen. Going to college was awesome. But when you look at the cost of tuition, and you look at what you're getting when you come out, you're paying for a four-year country club membership. Yeah. Or you're just paying a lot of money. How would a student navigate if you're going to go to college? Mm-hmm. Take advantage because there's networks, there's people you'll meet that are coming from all that's over the different. place. And I think that's a great way to treat college. Now that's different. Yeah. So I do think that you're still getting a good return on investment if you go to maybe certain Ivy League schools or uh, take, for instance, if you're wanting to work in the financial sector, like high up, not like off the street and being you're a broker. You're going to work in an investment bank. and Exactly. Yeah. You want to be an investment banker. You want to work for one of the big firms. Well, if you go to the Chicago Booth School at University of Chicago, if you go to the Booth School of Business, I mean, you're, you're in. You're in. Yeah. That's all they, like certain firms They've already qualified hire. you because they let you in. Exactly. Okay. So, but we're talking about not, let's say the Ivy League. But that's yeah, different. Now various. that's more strategic. 
that doesn't fall into the same category of what I'm talking about here. Yeah. What I'm talking about here is just all the, oh, this college now has a lazy river. I'm like, what in the, seriously? (laughs) My alma mater, Berry College, I haven't been back there in probably 15 years, but man, this place used to smell like patchouli, body odor, a bunch (laughs) of hippies. I mean, man, like broken down Volvos driving. I mean, this was great. Yeah. Now it's like Mercedes Benz, lazy rivers, chateau type, I'm just like, and they have a football team, which Martha yeah. Berry herself was like, there will never be a football team. They've found some way to work around that well. <laughs> That's great. And I think they have fraternities and sororities now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would not recognize this place. Wow. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love Barry. Yeah. The campus is amazing. Yeah. If they asked me to come teach, I would say, sure. Yeah. Not as like full time. Yeah. Because I have self-respect. Yeah. So you go to these schools, you were at Tennessee. Yeah. I'm 1% employee at the University of Tennessee. But that's a big school. It is. And I know most of the kids are going to come from Tennessee, but you're going to get people from all over. Of course. Knoxville's yeah. a great town. Yeah. Aren't you have an ability now to meet different people with different interests, which oh, could be... Yeah. Definitely. Let's okay. Look, man, you want to get down into the actual day-to-day yes. experience that people have. Yes. Human interaction is valuable. Connections are valuable. On aggregate, though, what we're talking about just from the top down is, is it worth your time and energy and where's that money going? And is it a good return on investment? Yeah. I say No. Unless, I mean... Now, so using that Tennessee, so let's say let's say you are hiring somebody now. Okay. And you have a connection with Tennessee. And let's say sure. maybe you graduated from Tennessee and someone rolls in there and they got that, they're wearing their orange shirt and the whole right. thing. That might carry some weight. I don't know. I mean... There's a network there. It could. Yeah. Yeah. And the network is what's valuable. That's what's valuable about Chicago, Harvard, Aren't some Columbia. of the bigger schools then... Like they have more graduates, they have a bigger network. You're going to meet them across the country and the world as opposed, because there's some like these small schools with 2000 students. And I'm not saying they're bad schools, but like, again, I'm just throwing ideas out there. I have no idea. I got an answer for you on that. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Well, I've got answers for everything, even if they're just pulled out of my ass. Yeah. But this one here, you would think that the bigger the school, the bigger the network. That's not true. Yeah. It's not based on the size. Yeah. I mean, some of these smaller schools can have a much more active network. It all comes down to how good the university is or the department, because a lot of times it falls in the departments, how good they are at really leveraging Mm. the network. See, UT, for example, and again, I say UT, but right now I'm in the Haslam College of Business there. And, you know, I'm only there once a year, maybe. They buy the program. Yeah. So I do some work with their executive MBAs. But we had originally set up to promote the Foresight Academy program because of the certificate and strategic foresight that you get when you go through that program. And so it was ready to go, plug and play, the whole system. They have a massive list. They sent out one email in three years. And so you step back and go, do you know the revenue potential of a program like this that can be brought into the university? All it takes is just some smart marketing and leveraging of the network you have. But they didn't do that. Because a lot of big universities are afraid to push and sell something, which seems crazy. But they also don't know how to really maximize the value of the people that are in the network. So it's almost kind of like this fear thing. Oh, we don't want to push people. We don't want people to unsubscribe. That's a big fear people have. Even universities. And the reason why is they don't know what to do with that list. Yeah. So if you have an organization that doesn't know how to maximize their list, it doesn't matter how big it is. But... I like that. If you have an organization that does know how to maximize the list, has at least some pre-planning so that if you're trying to hit me up for something, I can see very quickly, like, you've really thought through this. Okay, now you have my attention. Mm. Well, and that's different. That's nurturing that network. Yeah. 
are you still creating value for me after yeah. I've left school? Yeah, I think that's huge. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, because it's not just, hey, we have this massive list of people and network out there. What are you doing to connect us? How are you filling that role? That leverage piece is it. I've also heard like, obviously, people could unsubscribe from something because it's just too much. I can't take another email, right? But there's a thing of like, have them on, you want people to unsubscribe because they weren't interested. For sure. You just don't want to do it because it's all spammy. I'm just saying in a genuine way, you do want people to opt out because there's no chance that 100% of those people are interested in what you're doing. Not to exactly. mention some people just don't want to get any more emails or whatever they're getting. And why do you want to keep talking to somebody that doesn't want to buy something yeah. from you anyway? Yeah. But we get our feelings hurt when someone unsubscribes. So that's again, you know, yeah. is the, hey, just don't, you can't care that much. No. Yeah, you can't. You got to let it go. You do. I get added to email lists on the daily. From LinkedIn. It's mother unreal. Oh God, God they're the terrible. Is, even though I've turned it off, to say that even my network can't see my email address. Doesn't matter. If it's going to... So they're using scrapers. Yeah. Because they can't go into my profile and find my email. It's not there. Right. But if you use a scraper... Yeah. Linked Helper mm. it was one. There's some other ones too. It's a screen grab. So it goes on there. It will scrape the data, mm. which includes you know, one of your email addresses. Yeah. And so I almost know all the time that if something is sent to... Jared at the Jared Nichols group.com. That's the old, old email. Mm. If it comes to that, I have a filter set up. I'm like, I guarantee automatic spam them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's coming from LinkedIn and it's if not he, LinkedIn. It's just coming from somebody who I'm connected yeah. to who's found me on LinkedIn. Yeah. And they're trying to hit me up like, hey, who handles your outbouncer? I'm just thinking, uh, why you. do you think I'm going to call? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know who you are. Yeah. Oh my God. The lead generation emails we get. Oh, Dude, so you bad. Has source need lead generation. I was like, not the way you do yeah. it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not buying from oh, you. Who do you know, buddy? Yeah. No, it's terrible. Yeah. I spam them. You have to mark those people as spam. Yeah. Because they have to stop. They do. So a lot of people just unsubscribe and no, 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 no. Spam it. Take the time to spam Constantly. It. Yeah. And they'll stop. They will and they won't. They'll stop and then they'll just go find another domain. Once their domain gets shut down, they'll do it over again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because people are paying them to get, you know, for activity. It's, dude. Man, it's so much noise. It is. It's all noise. Everything we're dealing with is noise. It's not even clever this anymore. This podcast is noise. This podcast is stupid. <laughs> if you're still listening right now, you yeah. really need to evaluate your life choices. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No. You need to recognize that you've made a good choice. Your other life choices may not be great, but this one right here, this mm. one is. Yeah. There's some bad podcasts out there. Yes. I listen because we have a network. Ooh. Are you saying you have bad podcasts on your network? No, I'm saying I listen and I pay attention and I'll have mm. conversations and people want to join it. And it's like, you sometimes you listen and the podcasts, they're not a... Yeah. I don't know. No. That's really true. Not for me. Yeah, you know, I'm really glad we're doing this too. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe like five years ago, I'd have wanted to do something like this, but I would have really held back. It's like, well, I don't want to say what I really think. You know, about my dinner with Mark Zuckerberg, for example, I don't want to say what I'd really think and say it the way I want to say it. and talk the way I want to talk about it because somebody might hear this and they're like, oh, you know, he says curse words or I don't like Facebook and he had dinner with Mark Zuckerberg. And, but now I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Even though me and Zucks may be on the out for now. For now. I'm proud of my relationship with him. <laughs> I'm proud that he and I still had dinner. Yeah. And I think he's wrong in a number of things, but he'll see the light and uh, I'm sure we'll be playing uh, pickleball next week. Yeah. Yeah. You're a pickleball guy. I'm not. Okay. You could be though. For Zucks, I would. Yeah. Even though I'm upset with him. He likes the fighting stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm going to invite him to the special operations event. And uh, it's great. We just shoot each other sim rounds. They hurt like a bitch. I've got scars yep. on my body. That's good. That's good. It brings out the animal in you. And Zucks is an animal. Yeah. I mean, you saw his advertisement for the metaverse. Mm. I think he turned into a tiger. Mm. That's pretty true to life. 
That's he's, a, he he's a tiger guy. Yeah. Yeah. If you get under the skin, he is a tiger. The Zucks episode. That's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Or the zero fucks given episode. Like that's what we talked about last time. That's a good one though. That like is a you good don't one. care. I don't. I mean, I care. I care enough to make sure people don't get like the you're wrong not idea. Just running around flipping everybody off. No, I actually love people. I take good care of my clients. I love working with the right kind of people. But I care enough that I don't want people like if you're gonna work with me, like you know who I am. Right. There's no like, oh my God, you know, I thought Jared was this. Then I heard this podcast that he was on and oh, I, I just don't know who this guy is. No, no, no. You know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just the best way to move forward mm -hmm. because what you're also doing is you're giving people the opportunity to just be who they are. Yeah. Right. Not everybody's going to like me, their loss, but at least this way, if you start working with me, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Well, there's a consistency because you're talking about marketing earlier. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a way to hear who you are, what you're about, and it's consistent. Yeah. It's whether if I talk to you on the phone, if we have a Zoom call, if I hear you on a podcast, hear you being interviewed, there's a consistency to right. all of it. Yeah. And no surprise. Right. No surprise. Yeah. There might be different topics that you're going to talk about. Yeah. I never heard you talk about that topic before, but it was said in a similar way. Yeah. And no doubt we adjust who we're talking to a little bit. Our tone changes. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you might have a dominating person that just kind of... You mean me? You might have to submit a little bit to some people. Never going to happen. No, not you. No, I am king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's again, just emotional intelligence, right? Mm. I talk this way with you because we're doing a podcast. This is the contextual, like this is, you know. Yeah. But if I'm having a first time conversation, I mean, I always love the joke with folks as well, but I'm not going to come in hot like, you know, we do in our show here. Yeah. I mean, no, I want to get to know somebody because I want to adapt to how they communicate. That's really important. This is fun for us yeah. and entertaining. Yeah. And we're just kind of letting it loose. I mean, it's entertaining for us at least. Yeah. And that's all that yeah, matters. That's all that matters. Absolutely. Yeah. Just so we can go back and listen to ourselves. So you just said, fuck the listener. Like. No, not okay. at all. Okay. I was trying to get clear. Wow. Yeah. You were wildly off base. Yeah. You need to apologize yeah. now. No, you were saying that. I'm going to cancel my co-host. Oh. I'm going to tweet about it right now. Yeah. See what I mean? Maybe you should try that. Have your own, like your own show. I'm telling you, we could really have the best. Yeah. We need to really put some of these ideas into play. Like, I like the word association game. No, no. I'm talking about marketing this podcast, right? So the other one there is about how Zuckerberg hates his board. And, yeah. You know, says Jared Nichols, co-host of Saviors of the Metaverse podcast yeah. after intimate yeah. dinner with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. All of it being bullshit, but people would click on it. Yeah. And we're just making it up. So it's <laughs> just satire, right? But then we're driving traffic to the podcast. Like mm -hmm. that is really smart marketing mm -hmm. because it's funny. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not hurting anybody. Yeah. I mean, it might hurt my relationship with Mark, but we're not hurting anybody else, mm -hmm. you know? And then on here, like host a podcast, tries to cancel or co-host, tries mm -hmm. to cancel other co-host mm -hmm. while show is live recording in real time. You know, something to that effect. That's really wordy. We'd have to cut that down. Yeah. And then it could be, and fails because I'm too stupid to know how to cancel you. Yeah. See, that just got like layered. Ugh. That's just brilliance. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.